Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I am your host, Matt Weinstein. Joining me via Zoom, the big homie Mark Sanger and the modern-day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski. Today is Friday, about 5 o'clock p.m., two days removed from one of the most infamous days in professional wrestling history in a very, very long time. I, of course, am referring to what many are calling Black Wednesday. That is the firing, the laying off, the furloughing of countless WWE employees, which doesn't look like it's going to be over. But I feel like that's what we got to talk about today. That's, that's the big news. Yeah, absolutely. This came out of really nowhere. There were really like, I mean, there were probably like a couple of rumors of like, obviously like the no-name jobbers getting released, but there were like a lot, a lot of people who got released that we really didn't even see coming, honestly. Obviously, it was a direct thing from the COVID virus and from them needing to cut corners and not cut corners, but uh, save money. Um, I think the big thing was around this time, every year they kind of uh, cut off some of the dead weight. They had, it's like a spring cleaning, but this was just crazy. There was a lot of people that weren't just the normal jobbers. There were some significant people on this list. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Insane. And now the interesting thing to look at is the future for these people, the immediate future for the WWE, when the coronavirus, when this pandemic is over, when things can get back to normal, Will the WWE rehire any of these people? None of them. What will they do? Will they go to a potential AEW? Will they stick around in the indies? It remains to be seen, but what we'll do now is we'll break it all down. We'll go one by one. I have the list here. First of the the talent roster, the, the wrestlers. It's in alphabetical order. So we'll start here with Aiden English, who's a guy at this point was doing commentary for 205 Live, but I think that he got himself super over with Rusev Day. Obviously, Rusev was the main part of that, but I don't think Rusev Day gets as big without Aiden English. Oh, absolutely right. You're absolutely right. When they broke up him and Rusev, that was, it was so stupid because we all knew Rusev can carry by himself, and Aiden English just fell by the wayside. And obviously, that's what he did. He became, he became a commentator for 205. It was that terrible storyline with the one night in Milwaukee with Lana. And that was, uh, they really dropped the ball with that whole thing, which is well documented. Everyone knows at this point how poorly they did with the whole Rusev day. And he's yeah. gone, too. So, yeah, Rusev is gone, too. We'll, so we'll jump right to him. He's one of, if not the biggest name on this list from a, from a wrestler standpoint to leave sure. He's been off TV for a while since, you know, the, the ending of the bad story with him, Lashley, and Lana, who Lana, by the way, looks like she's keeping her job, but Rusev is gone. It looked like, you know, there were some contract disputes, apparently. He was going to be potentially leaving anyway. They totally dropped the ball on this guy. They never even, like, ended that story. With like, well, like, that too, yeah. It kind of just kept going, and then at one point it just kind of stopped. Like, eventually, 
Rusev was supposed to go over and like defeat the odds. He stole his wife, the whole thing, but it kind of just stopped. And yeah, no, Lana's still in the program right now with Lashley. It seems like they're starting their break. So yeah, she's still employed. Yeah, I think this is a huge loss for the WWE because Rusev was probably, I'll say, top top seven over wrestler in the company. And you know, at his peak. At his peak, yeah. Everyone loves Rusev Day. Everyone loved him against Bobby Lashley because he was he was hilarious. This was, I think this is a mega loss for the WWE, and I think whoever gains Rusev, it, it's going to be a win for them. And what I'd like to do here is the list was in alphabetical. I was going to go down the list, but we kind of went from Aiden English to Rusev. So kind of what makes sense here. The next guy I want to talk about, because, Mark, you brought up the Lashley-Lana story, is Leo Rush, who – you know, a year ago was Leo's manager. He was his hype man on Raw. That ended. He comes back in NXT when they go to USA on in October. He's been doing some great work in the ring, and it looked like potentially the seeds were planted. We were going to get Lashley and Leo Rush together again. I was at least looking forward to it. Now that's obviously not going to be the case. Leo Rush, another guy who's gone from the company. When were those seeds planted? Uh, well, it was – so the Lashley and Lana kind of splitting up. He's saying, oh, you know, I need new management. And it wasn't necessarily on TV, but a lot of on social media, you know, Leo Rush talking about, hey, you know, you know where to find me. You know, you have my uh-huh. number, Bobby Lashley, stuff like that. They were talking back and forth on, on Twitter or whatever. But it would have made sense, you know, that the yeah. history is there. Okay, I got you. Um, I never really cared – Crazy about Leo. He was obviously in a lot of uh, hot water, like, earlier on with uh, – remember with, when Emma got fired, he tweeted something like she wasn't ready for Yeah, Oscar. like she wasn't ready for Oscar. Everyone, everyone was really mad about that. All the talent were like, what the hell, dude? Like, that's not your place. And, but it seemed like he kind of worked his way back into, like, the goodwill. If he won the Cruiserweight title, he was putting on good work. He was with Lashley. And now he's just another one of the casualties. Yeah, it's, it's sad to see. Cause I, actually, I actually liked Leo Rush. He was great on the mic, and I thought he was a good wrestler, too. I mean, granted, yeah, the, no one really gets too much shine in the cruiserweight division, but he was. I thought I liked him a lot. And again, this is another tough one to see go for the WWE. So we have two guys who hadn't been on WWE division for years. It seems like our Primo and Epico. A lot of people forgot were still employed. What they they had just they had like the sweetest deal of all time. They. Were Staying working in Puerto Rico under WWE contracts. Yeah, I didn't know they were still employed either. That was news to me when I saw their name on the list. But yeah, that's another name. Yeah, I really couldn't care less about them. As we all know, you know, when Matt, we went to Access last year, I happened to go to the table where Nikki Cross, Rowan, and Primo and Epico were signing. I had no interest. And seeing Primo or Epico, honestly, when I was on the line, I was like, oh, Primo and Epico are here. I didn't even know they were still employed by the WWE. Like, it was, it's great. I mean, I could really give And they made it another year. Yeah, I, I could really give a rat's ass about Primo and Epico. Good that they're gone, honestly. The, well, that's, that's wild. Um, <laughs> I feel like when, on my life. when you look at this and you, and you hear, all right, well, you know, they're cutting costs. They're getting rid of – wrestlers those two guys once you realize oh they are still employed they're at the top of the list you figure all right well i guess they're finally gonna give them the old pink slip um yeah those are two of the more you'd expect not 100 yeah, exactly. yeah. 
Uh, a couple of other guys like that. No way, Jose. Uh, a decent worker, but you know we saw it with Adam Rose, the party dancing guy gimmick. It doesn't my, my work. Huge, my huge beef with like No Way Jose and Sarah Logan, where they were on TV last week. They were like, just on Raw, like yeah. during the Corona. Like they they risked their their well being to go to Raw and to put on these mat. They jobbed out. They're enhancement talents, but they are. But they jobbed out and they went and did it, and then two days later they're gone. You know, now you, you mentioned Sarah Logan. I'm actually a little shocked that they split her up. I mean, they fired her just because of the fact that you might have possibly wanted to see a Riot Squad reunion or even, like, them feud against each other still, like, between Ruby, Liv, and Sarah. I think that could they could have carried that for a while. I mean, but it's now that you're not going to – there's absolutely no chance of that happening now. And what's interesting is that Sarah Logan was the only – woman who's a current in-ring talent who was let go yeah it is really surprising i mean i guess maybe this is a big meeting where you sit down at triple h and everyone like we just have nothing for this girl and we we won't at any point but yeah she has the tie she's married to one of the viking raiders and she had the thing going with the ride squad i guess it just doesn't really matter anymore you think you think it did it come down to you're like you know what do the lana or sarah logan and they decide to keep lana uh, I I feel like probably not. I don't know why that's something you would bring up. <laughs> Lana sucks. That's what, awesome. No, that's that's not the point. <laughs> what's like the comparison though between the two of them? Lana's hot garbage. At least Sarah can actually wrestle. Okay. Kind of. I guess. <laughs> it's just it's just a ridiculous comparison you brought up, Clem. But I, I love Sarah Logan. I popped so big on Raw when they messed up and said that she was the winner when it made no sense. I was like, wow, Sarah Logan won. They're like, no, I got messed up. She did not win. I was like, ah. Yeah, it's like, oh, Sarah Logan's going to be in Money in the Bank. That didn't actually, make she didn't sense. Win. She's, she's actually fired. Her ring announcer messed up. <laughs> so, you know, Mike Roman got the, got the message wrong. Instead of being in Money in the Bank, she is unemployed. <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing, but it's, it's messed up. Yeah, that's, imagine, that ain't great. Imagine Sarah Logan, like, wow, I'm really going to be in the Money in the Bank next day. Hey. Fired. Two days later. Uh, who else we got on this list? Mike and Maria Canellis, who never it, it, it's so weird the whole time. Like they like Mike asked for his release, then they both signed like big deals to come back. They signed five year deals, and then right. two months later he was like, I actually want to leave. That's, yeah, uh, they, I mean like they gave him a quick storyline on Raw with like Maria being pregnant, and uh, what was it, like a hot two, three-week thing, and then they died off? Then they were in the 24-7 story. But the real thing is here, originally when they had come on board, they skipped NXT, which is probably because of Maria, because she was already a well-known WWE name. They went straight to SmackDown for a couple of months, and then he checked himself in – right. Then he checked himself into rehab. So at that point, he was doing his own thing. Then, you know, the wheels never spun for the Canellis, whatever they were doing, um, which is a shame. Mike Canellis is a really good worker. As the miracle Mike Bennett, when, whether he was in TNA, Ring of Honor, he was, he was very good. It's, he's one of those guys who just didn't translate to the WWE. Yeah, I was just about to ask you, was he, like, popular in the in the TNA and stuff like that? So I mean, you had- he, he was relatively popular, yeah, and he was with Maria. So, like, that's their that's their gimmick, the two of them together. But he, he never got shot. Hmm. Again, so it's- again not, nothing to lose sweat over them being released. I didn't really care. Just like Primo and Epico. 
it's another two people who you look at and you say, oh, well, they need to get rid of some people. Mike and Marie Canales. The logical choice, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next couple on these lists, and as we start weeding some out, the list starts to get a little bigger. Well, Eric Young, um, who wasn't even – since Saturday disbanded, wasn't even really wrestling. He was producing a little bit more. That's another guy. I still think that was terrible that Saturday broke up. But, I mean, Killian Dane's doing good, and so is uh, Alexander Wolf. But Eric Young, like in his TNA days, he was, he was one of my favorites. He was, yeah. he was so good. Um, he was funny. He could work. He could work heel. He could work baby face. And then he came to the WWE. It was one of those guys It was, all right, as the WWE, you got to think, all right, we're going to sign this guy just so nobody else can have him. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, He's another one of the names where you look at it where it's like we have to cut X amount of people. He's one of the first names to come up. Yeah. And uh, you meant, Matt, you mentioned, uh, you know, they signed him just to sign him. And you're probably, we'll get to this name, but I might as well stay now, EC3, another guy. This one hurts for me. Um, I I'm, I might be the biggest DC3 fan on the planet. Um, and when he finally came back to the WWE, I was so excited. He had an, an okay run in NXT. They called him up too early. And then not, nothing happened. They never gave him a mic. They never gave him a mic. Yeah, they put him with Ambrose. The whole the issue to begin with is that the WWE said, hey, Dean Ambrose is not re-signing. Is a guy who people like to begin with. They thought they and were going so to then they cheered him. Yeah, so stupid. The yeah. logic there was so dumb. It, I remember. I had. I remember when we he was first came up, and I had to ask you and Drew because I was like, "Yo, who's EC3? You guys hyped this guy up to the moon, and I was so excited to yep. watch the way you guys hyped him up. I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to watch EC3. Like, that's on me. He's better than Cena on the mic. He's ridiculous. He's, yeah, he's guy's unreal. Well, like, well, that I never said. Yeah, you I, did. You said he's the best talker ever. Yeah, exactly. That, I, I think, if I remember correctly, I said he would be the best talker in the company out, like, you know, without naming, like, with the exception of, and I said, like, all right, take Cena out of the question, take, like, The Miz... And honestly, I might have stopped there. I think I might have put one more person on that list and then said, yeah, EC3 can be number four. That's how high I, I have been, always will be on EC3. They never even gave me the opportunity. Yeah. They didn't cut one promo on the main roster. Yeah. And, like, I was so excited to see him, especially after the uh, – when they had the North American title ladder match. ladder match, yeah. Yeah, I, I, thought he, I thought he shined in that. And it was just – it's tough to see after that. I was like – you know, I was really excited to see him. I did watch some of his stuff in, like, TNA and everything, and he looked good. I liked him. And I was – it was a shame that I never really got to see him flourish in WWE. And another guy who is, is a big name – a bigger name in – you know, he did a lot of stuff in TNA. Good, great friends with EC3, well-documented. Drake Maverick, who pretty much – Anything they gave him, he would make work. I was surprised by him. Yeah, same. Especially because he was the uh, general manager for 205, too, you know. I was actually – I was a little shocked. Especially, too, because he had such a main role in the 24-7 title, too. Yep. He had a main storyline in that. He was the GM. 
Did he just he? entered like a tournament that he's still going to finish. But... He's going to fit. He's going to wrestle in that to- in the cruiserweight tournament, and then at that point, he's done. Well, I guess Another... he's going to win that match. Right? Yeah. An- another guy who, like, like I said, they gave him the most re- whatever most you know ridiculous story. They had him peeing on the ring apron. They- he peed his pants. Whatever he took it and he ran with it. Right about and that. Yeah. he's 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 a guy I really like too. Um, if and you know, obviously we said you know how many of these guys are going to get hired back? Where are these people going to go? He's one of the guys on this list that wherever he does end up, whatever he's doing, he's going to be successful. There's not a doubt. He's already selling Rockstar Spud shirts. I saw. Which I yeah, want. he is. That's Spud twenty four seven. That's such a dope name, Rockstar Spud. I mean, oh, I like that a lot. So another name on this list, we actually skipped over Kurt Angle. Um, I guess he was he was backstage a little bit, doing it's some producing. Like, cushy roles they just give to the veteran. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, just somebody like- they. Somebody they need off the books. But just seeing that, though, just seeing, like, WWE has released Kurt Angle for his kind. It's, it's like, weird. It's a, wow. Okay. Uh, it's, sure. a, it's a wild thing, no matter yeah. what the year. Um, another guy, which I think was the most surprising, is Mike Chioda. Yes. Yeah, they, they dropped the ball with that. He's been there since oh, the 80s. Him and Finley were just ridiculous. Dead. Yeah, Finley. Then when you look at the, the producers, Finley, you know, the Hurricane, Billy Kidman, Lance Storm. Mike Rotunda, Pat Buck, Sarah Stocks, and Sean Davari. That list of people. But MVP still has a job, guys. Don't worry. MVP is absolute money. I hope he still has a job. I'm glad he still has a job. Why are you coming after MVP? Yeah, I don't know. What, do you not like MVP? I didn't think he needed to come back. I mean, like, it was was cute him coming back at the Rumble. I didn't didn't think him coming back full time. Dude, he's putting over talent. Yeah. MVP is the best. Um, that's a bad take, Clem. Uh, Mike Fiota, man, that 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 hits. That hits here. That's, that's crazy. Tough. That's and, tough. Honestly, then yeah, I, that didn't make I any sense. It, I, it doesn't. Fiota, that's there like was, a goat of refs. Like there was four people for me that I was just like that is messed up, and Kyoto was one of them. The other two were talent, along with uh, it was Kyoto, Finley, and two talent. That was just like you, that, you can't do that. I don't know if you want me to say the talent, or we'll get there. We haven't got we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. Um, the other one, there's – how about Rowan gets le- gets let go yeah. after he had, like, a pseudo-main event run. Then they had the cage, and that was just all downhill from there. He was working with Daniel Bryan with all that stuff. Yeah, and then he was working with um, – before Luke Harper left with the Bludgeon Brothers reunited one more time. They main evented against Daniel Bryan and Roman. And Roman, yep. It that looked like it, it looked like they had big plans for him. He wasn't bad in the ring. This this last run minus the cage, I didn't hate. I didn't hate it either, but it was such a big letdown when we all found out it was just a mechanical toy spider. In well, that uh, that's just like they finally realized. All right, we actually have no idea <laughs> what we're gonna do here. We don't want anything to do with this. Let's just. Get rid of it. Like I think, I think they could have took that in so many different directions. Like, but they decided to say, "Hey, this guy's been for for three and a half months. He's been carrying around a fake spider." <laughs> so so then the, these last five talent, I think to me, were the the five that, including Rusev, so six that were the most shocking. Gals and Anderson, yeah, who now in kayfabe 
were killed by The Undertaker in the Boneyard match because that's the last we'll see of them in the WWE. He threw one of them off of the roof into the fire and the other he tombstoned onto the steel roof. And it looks like they're going back to Japan already. If you follow uh, Carl Anderson on Twitter. And then they're maybe going to test AEW? It looks like they're going straight back to Japan for now. But those are two those are two guys. They came in when it was AJ, Nakamura, Gals and Anderson, the four guys coming from New Japan. There was a clear AJ and Nakamura, these are the two guys who are gonna be, you know, main eventers. Obviously what happened to Nakamura afterwards, forget that. But at the very beginning, they were big deals coming in and Gals and Anderson after a couple of months, you know, oh, they feuded with the Usos, they jumped them. And they're in the club with AJ Styles. But if they weren't with AJ, they didn't have them do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, li- I liked Gals and I thought they were one of the better tag teams on, on the roster. But, again, when they weren't with AJ, they kind of fell by the wayside. It's similar to Mike Kanellis and these other people where forever they're rumored to leave. And then they sign the big extension and then they're gone. And the other people that – Two guys that are you could put in that same category who got released earlier this week, the revival, who the WWE probably finally realized, all right, you know, we're going to start getting rid of these people. Let's start it here. These two guys have been looking to get out of their contracts for a while. The revival are gone. They have to be AEW bound. Um, that's huge. That's, I think that's, but huge. those are two other guys. Yeah. That's huge for AEW because that you've regarded as the revival as arguably the best tag team in the world throughout all, all companies. Uh, uh, it's it's huge for AEW. Top three. Yeah, top three, exactly. So if, if and when the Revival goes over to AEW, if they go there, that's a huge grab for AEW. They, that one's a no-brainer. They have the Young Bucks on yeah, social media right. all the time. You know, the F the Revival. Cody has a lot to say about them. The fact that Arn and Tully are in AEW, it, it makes too much sense. Yeah. Even if AEW gets, like, four of these people, like, these talents, that's huge. That's crazy. But the thing is that for everybody, Clem in particular, who, as all of these cuts were happening, Clem was like, oh, this person at AEW, this person at AEW. But they're going through the same pandemic. Like, they're in no position right, to hire anybody. Yeah, no, I, I understand that, yeah. So, what, so I wouldn't doubt that some people go to AEW, but I think that when this thing is all over, I, in my head at least, you know, a good number of these people are going to stay on with WWE. I hope they don't. I hope they're like, you know what, Vince, you kind of screwed us over in the worst possible time, and we're moving on. I think I think so too. I mean, I mean, especially guys like the Revival who've been begging to get out of their contracts. Maybe not Rusev. Rusev might come back, but again, guys like the that Rusev. one. I think I think he's gone. The only thing that keeps Rusev on, I think, is that Lana's still there. Are they? Are they? St- are they actually married? Or like they are actually married. Yeah, I, yes. yeah, I just want to make sure of this <laughs> off the television screen. So we have three names left. I want to make sure we didn't miss anybody. Three names, the next two, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. I thought, and like a lot of other people, that Zack Ryder, if he hadn't been let go at this point, he'd be there for life. He's a lifer, yeah, 100%. That that was one of the guys I was talking about earlier where he's just been there for so long through so many different gimmicks with the Edgehead and the hype, bro. He did all the stuff with Cena, like the stuff with Kane. You know, he did everything with social media. I feel like he really, like, 
took social media by storm. He was one of the first people to really yeah. make it a big deal to promote yourself via social media. And for him to go, that's really messed up. Yeah, I mean, th- I mean, you couldn't find a more – like, he was the most over-jobber, if you want to say it. When they, when, every, anytime Zack Ryder came out, there was huge woo-woo-woo pops. Anytime he came out, it was – it's insane. I mean, Cur- in two that. You go. In, in, in 2011, when he – at the height of when he had the Z True Long Island story on YouTube, which I sat and watched every single episode every week – he was it was electric and he would put it you know he would put in all the innuendos and puns or whatever in the show like he's hopping a fence and they're like oh zach what are you doing oh i'm trying to get over or his friend pushes him he's like what are you doing do you know who i am i'm zach Ryder. i never get pushed it's just it going on and on the internet championship it really it paves the way for the way that the WWE uses social media, the way they use YouTube, the way they use Twitter, Instagram. He was the first guy who did that. At the end of every show, he would say, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter. That was, that was new. Yeah. I would say he'll never be viewed as a pioneer, but he was one, legitimately. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. And then, obviously, Kurt Hawkins as well, who is the second time he's been let go. But another guy who had been there for such a long time, he had done a lot, he had, he had been on TV, and then they take him off for a year and a half. He had the losing streak, culminates at MetLife at WrestleMania, with Zack Ryder, the two of them getting back together. Yeah, this one's tough, you know, because you just – especially for us, too, because, you know, we're, we're all from Long Island, so, like, you kinda, we, have, we have something special with these guys. But – it's to see these guys go, Zack Ryder and Kurt, you know, like Matt mentioned, you see them, we've seen them for so long when they were working with Edge and then the fight, the all, all the fighting, and you see them win the titles at Mania. It was like, oh my God, finally. Like they were finally able to, you know, get the titles and be good in the company. And now, again, thrown by the wayside and they're gone, unfortunately. I, but I mean, I think Kurt's going to just run with his, uh, run with Creator Pro for the, for the time being. And also, funny enough, one of the producers who was let go, Pat Buck, is his partner at Creative Pro. So both of them and Zack Ryder are all jobless at the moment between Creative Pro, between their Wrestling Figures podcast, between you saw Zack Ryder already on Pro Wrestling Tees. I don't know if you saw Cody's big, Cody's big Instagram post about Zack Ryder. Their, the future's bright for them. And that's the, the silver lining in all of these firings is that a lot of these people outside of WWE can have a lot of success. Yeah, yep. they can. And especially, you know, like we keep mentioning AEW, AEW isn't the only option for wrestlers to go to now. You have Impact still. And like you mentioned, people can go over to New Japan and be, in, be stars over there. There's tons of options for these WWE superstars to do now. Sometimes it's just a new look too. I feel like a guy like Zach Ryder probably peaked with WWE, but if he goes over to AEW, where obviously everyone knows who he is, but has a different look and like a different perspective, then he can yeah. be totally changed. Yeah. And the last name on the list is Heath Slater, guy. who guy right there. he was the other guy too for me. When you fire a guy whose gimmick is literally "I need this job because I have children," kids, that hits deep. That hits very, very deep. The only saving grace to this, this for me is that 
hopefully in some some alternate world, this fantasy book can comes true here where he follows in the footsteps of Jinder Mahal and, 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 and Drew McIntyre, you know, spends two, two and a half years elsewhere, comes back jacked out of his mind like Jinder did, like Drew did, and he wins and he wins the WWE Championship. Yeah, that was the only way. The worst part about him getting fired right now is how 3MB has been brought up a lot lately because of Drew. Yeah. Like on TV and yeah. off TV. And now it's like really prominent. Now he's gone. It's like, that's, that's a bad look. Bad look. And the fact that, what you know, at one point, Jinder and Drew McIntyre were both out of the company. Heath was the only one left. And now he's the only one gone. And I think um, to, yeah. finish, to finish the fantasy booking, if you look, both Jinder and Drew McIntyre, they further – WWE Championship, they beat one of the big four members of the of that OVW class. Jinder Mahal beat Randy. Drew beat Brock Lesnar. So the other two guys, Batista's retired. So that means that when Heath Slater does come back and win the WWE Championship, it'll be against John Cena. So <laughs> that that can that can hold you over. Uh, so that's that's the list. And then they started getting rid of some NXT talent, like Deanna Peraza tweeted that she had been let go. I like a, couple, a couple of performance center talents. Another one that's been on TV, like recently. Been on TV, yep. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think this is done. I heard that. And also, the names that we don't see, like the people who work behind the scenes, you know, like the technicians, the makeup artists, whoever, the, the writers, right? They, they fired the, the one writer who came out and said, I just lost my job was the head writer in charge of the Mandy Otis story. So that's another name. And the word is that the number of names when this is all done is going to be within the hundreds. So who knows? It's, it's a scary time for everybody. It is. And I don't like, I think the coronavirus has a big impact in this, obviously, but I also think it's the fact that, you know, the XFL went bankrupt so, yeah, I, I think that plays into doesn't it. help. It does, yeah, it doesn't help the situation at all. But it definitely plays into the factor just a little bit. I I still can't believe they're putting on shows. Um, it's it's kind it's ridiculous at this point. But I I know so selfishly you know it gives me yeah. something to watch. But when is enough enough? Yeah, it's it's tough. It really is. So anyway. Now that we got all of that out of the way, Clem's raising his hand. Yes, Clem. Um, before we get into our next segment, do you want to talk about Ronda real quick? I figured that's what you're going to bring up. Yeah. So, and I forgot about that. Yeah, that was earlier this week. Ronda came out and had a bunch of things to say about wrestling and how it's fake. And anybody who, you know, gets offended by me calling it fake is an idiot and all this stuff. She comes out, has all of these arguments with people, all of the women on the roster tweeting back at her, had what to say. It's, it's got to be a work. I, I think Especially I, the fact that they brought it up on television. Brought it up on TV, yeah. Yeah. But to me, I'm not annoyed. Like, I, I get it's a work, but it, it's not a good look. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know why you never say these things. I, I didn't think it was a work at first until they mentioned it on Monday Night Raw and then I was like okay this is a work clearly and the fact that she didn't get fired when she only has a year left on her contract that even makes me think even more that it's not a work they would never fire her 
No, no they she wouldn't. she would not be in this list of people. You don't think so? Even Primo, Epico, Ronda Rousey. It doesn't it doesn't fit. <laughs> um, but to me, it's not. And like she, they're doing this because they want her to have heat. They want her when yeah. she eventually comes back. She'll come back as a bad guy. But this isn't. I don't think this is good heat. This is we don't. Yeah. This is we we don't care about Ronda Rousey heat. This is yeah. This isn't good. I didn't as a big Ronda Mark. Yeah, if Clem's saying it. I did not like – I didn't like the fact that this is what they do. They could have done – see, with Ronda, you could have done so many thing, more other things where you can make her look like a heel and, like, get heat. And, like, when she eventually does come back, they can make her look like a heel. They could have done some – I think they could have done some – You could have said, like, no one there is worthy of my time. Like, something yeah. like that, which would have been a lot better than, oh, it's fake. And if do a real wrestling – if you do a real uh, UFC match for that time, you'll die. It's, it's stupid. Which is true. Which is true. Yeah, yeah it's, it's true. Quick. That's not the point. <laughs> Other than, but, other, and than, then, other than like Shayna and Sonya, no one else could hang with Ronda in the in the octagon. My biggest my biggest thing about it is that she goes on and says, "Oh, it's fake. Oh, it's this, this, this." But you were the champion, so like when you won the championship, that was fake. That was fake too. Like, so uh, why would you? Why would she come back if it's fake? I mean, Alexa's response is amazing. It was the video of Ronda giving her a concussion when she couldn't do a move properly. Yeah, yeah, Alexa had a great today. I'm, I've all, I'm all of a sudden the biggest Nia Jax fan in the world after what she said. I really liked it. Yeah, that was good. I, I, I tweeted back at Nia. I had to defend my, my woman right there at Nia because I. What, what do you have to say about that? I was just like, I forgot what she had to say, Nia. But I was just like, you're the worst in the ring. You can't even wrestle. You suck. Like I just basically went off on her. I was like, get that. <laughs> It's 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 great, but yeah, they could have done so many. But remember, they also did this for her when she was the champion as well. She would be making those uh, like vlog videos, and she was like, "Oh, she was talking about kayfabe and everything like yeah, that." Yeah, I remember. This isn't the first time they've done it with her, though. So, <laughs> not surprised. I think Matt's frozen. <laughs> no, yeah, big, big big time frozen. Matt Wines. I was waiting for him to chime in. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for it to see. Now this sucks because we were supposed to do our next segment and he's gone. We could probably get him back, right? Pretty easily. I hope so. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Um. So let's see. What can we? What can we talk about for the time? You no. Know, so do you think when do you think Ronda does come back? Do you think that's? I I I could see her coming back at Money in the Bank. Honestly. That soon with no fans. I think so. I don't think you, you don't. I mean, it would be nice for Ronda to come back with fans, but we don't know how long this is going to take. With this, this, for all we know, we could be without, they could be still doing shows until August with no yeah. fans. So we really have no idea. So you might as well have her come out at Money in the Bank. And I think she will win money. I think she'll win Money in the Bank if, that, if she's there. You think she'll win the briefcase? Yeah, I think she'll, I think she'll win the briefcase as terrible as it sounds i think she wins the briefcase and she now i'm not saying she'll defend it successfully but i think she will she will win it it's but it's really tough to say with ronda though because again like you want how do i say this like i want to see her back but for that that was just that was just terrible like what what they're doing right now if if this is an actual work yeah, I mean, the fact that they brought it up on TV, it does feel like she's probably going to be coming back soon. Yeah. But I could see, I, I could see her 
and Shayna do a storyline right now. Like I could see her doing that with my Matt back, you said. Yeah, I know. I just uh he's coming back right now. Okay. Drum roll, please. There he is. <laughs> Matthew Benjamin right, is back. That's, that's not my middle name. Uh all right, what did I miss? I got no, we, we were just we were just some Ronda rambling. Talk, yeah. the, the Ronda. All right. We're, so you're basically ready to go into your next the next uh segment. All right. I po- apologize to everybody for those technical difficulties. Um so now what what we'd like to do just based on, you know, all the uncertainty of wrestlers and who's where, what brand has what person, what company has what person. What we're going to do here, the three of us are going to fix that. Ten rounds, each of us in charge of one brand. We're putting who can put together the best roster. The rules, any wrestler who's wrestled in the past six months at a full-time or part-time schedule, eligible. Very simple. I'm sure we'll just make this up as we go. Clem will get the first pick. Mark will go second. I'll go third. And then it'll snake. All right. Sound good? I'll go first. All right. Clem, I'm writing it down. Clem, you're on the clock. AJ Styles, first pick. First overall, AJ Styles. First overall, baby. Okay. Mark, Mark, who you got? I'm going to take Seth Rollins at two. Seth Rollins. Okay. All right. So now I get two in a row. Yes, sir. I am going to go. I know who one of them is going to be, but I don't know who the second one is. You got to go the big dog with one of them. I wasn't planning on it, actually. Really? I am going to go Brock Lesnar. Okay. Okay. Keep that. And then my second pick. I wanted AJ is who I wanted. My second pick. Kenny Omega. Rat bastard. There we go. Suck. Mark, you're up. I'll take Becky Lynch. Wow. Surprised you didn't go with your boy yet, Mark. Seth Rollins? I took him first. Oh, Cena. And John can wait a little bit. Big match, John. <laughs> I'm not taking Cena. I'm going to take uh, Finn Balor. And... God, try and I'm just trying to pick what NXT guy I want. Oh my god. Um Velveteen. Going Velveteen with my third overall pick. Velveteen Dream. All right. Mark, who do you got? I'm gonna take Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. I'm clearly my next two. WWE here. I'm gonna go here. We have at the third pick, Randy Orton. Okay. Randy Orton. And so we we didn't make it clear on the podcast, but we made it clear beforehand. Tag teams count as one pick. Yes, we're agreeing. Yes. Yeah, we're agreeing. Shaking my head. Yes. All right, so with my third pick, I took Randy Orton. And with my fourth pick, I am going to take the entirety of 
the new day. New day. Um, I'll take John Moxley. Bring the shield back. Oh wow! You really? Oh wow! I have the, the shield and Becky. He has That's the shield and Becky Lynch. In, in, your, in your company, is he John Moxley or is he Dean Ambrose? Dean Ambrose. Oh wow! I'm all right, all right. So we're going with tag teams. So Matt has one, so I got to compete with that. I'm going to take the Young Bucks. Shocking. And you, I'm Mark. Take, Not talking about Mark. I'm going to take Gargano. Johnny Gargano. How many picks is that? Five for me? All right. That was your fifth pick. This is Mark's fifth. I'll take Charlotte Flair. I didn't take any women. Damn. I was going to take her. Sorry. I was going to take her right now. Um, my fifth and my sixth picks. Let's go. I'm going to go Tommaso Ciampa. Okay. And I am going to go... Oh man, this is tough stuff. I'm like, I'm like drawing a blank. What'd you say? This is tough stuff. This is tough. We're halfway. Oh, I took Tommaso Ciampa and my sixth pick. I'll do it. I am taking. Did I get kicked again? Where are you guys? Oh, we got you. Still here. Still here. You hear us? With my with my sixth pick, I'm about to take another tag team. I know who you're taking. You you suck. Matt and Jeff oh, Hardy. Okay, that's a fun pick. I like that. God, huh? I think I have the steal of the century though. I pick six. I just realized no one said yet. What do you got? I'm taking the fiend. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, he fell. He oh, fell. Clem, well. Clem, the pick that you thought I was gonna make. Are you making that pick right now? Yes, it is another tag team. A faction I'm taking the undisputed era. Oh, that's, that's, that's all who four I thought you were going to take. Including I, Adam Cole. When you said he just that, gave... I thought you were going to take the undisputed era. I was like, this, this. Uh, that's a loophole that I hate. But Does he yeah, get Adam Cole too, or just the two of the tag team? He gets all four of them. Ooh, that's that's a blow. That's that's, big, well, that's, that's a, a that's uh, the big steaming productions over here. All right, Clem. And I'm going to take my first woman wrestler, and I'm taking Sasha Banks. Okay. Say that again. Who'd you take? Sasha. Sasha. The boss. You took Sasha Banks. All right. Sasha. Mark, pick seven. I'll take Bailey. Matt? Hold on one second. You took Bailey. I took uh, Bailey. God, uh, he's got a guy. He's the worst. <laughs> he is the absolute worst. Um, do you now? You have you. You took Becky, Charlotte, and uh, I'm Bailey. I have the Shield, and I have uh, Braun, not Braun, uh, Fiend. Okay. He's coming. We're, we're team uh, WWE over here. 
Uh, I gotta take one more. I don't know who else I could take for women, though. I think Asuka, if he doesn't take him. Yeah, Asuka's a good pick. Uh, or Rhea. Yeah, Rhea's another one. Where is this guy? See, Matt's the absolute worst. I gotta reinvite him. Ruin is anyone good in AEW? Any girls? Oh, absolutely. Britt Baker, but she's not even on the same level as. Britt Baker's the best one. And and once Sarah Logan goes over there, Sarah Logan will easily be like the top three wrestler over there. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's how that's how minimal the uh roster is for the women's roster is for AEW. That's tough. It's nothing. It's 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 sad to say because you want to see them do you want to see them thrive. Does, uh, does Brandy wrestle? Not really. No. Not really. The only really the only ones you can really like re- watch wrestle are Britt Baker, Riho, uh, Chris Statlander, and uh, that's really it. Penelope Ford, she's good looking. She's real good looking. I like her. Ford. She's really good. She's married to Kip Saban. Well, getting married to Kip Saban. All right, let's see if he joins this time. Is Nyla Rose still the champion? Uh, yes, I think so. I haven't watched AEW in a while. Okay. He's back. You were our guy. You were our AEW guy. You haven't watched all that? I haven't been back. watching I'm back, tough. boys. It's tough. Nice. All right, Clem, I'm going to give you full creative liberty to do whatever you want with that in post. If you want to edit it, if you want to keep whatever you guys are talking about. Me and Mark were having a good conversation. It's always a good conversation if you're not here, about. I, I, be, I believe it. All right. Well, that's, that's insulting. Mark, who was your seventh pick? I took Bailey at seven. You took Bailey at seven. All right. Well, then I need to get on the board and take a woman. And I'm going to use my loophole of taking tag teams and take two women. Because I am going to take the Kabuki Warriors. That's good. Yeah, tip tip the cap for you. I thought you were going to say Iconics. Mark, what, what did I say when he, when he was during Clem, the Clem was taking Asuka if you didn't take Asuka. Yeah. I was but gonna, hey, you found a way to not. Uh, are you saying? So I have Oscar and Kyrie saying, and I'm going to continue to cheat by taking tag teams or factions so I get the most people. So with the eighth pick, not only am I taking Le Champion, Chris Jericho, but I am taking the entire inner circle. You're such a bad guy. So now for me, who doesn't know who that is, who's in the inner circle? It's Jericho, Jericho, Swag, uh, Jericho, Jake Hager, Santana, Ortiz, Sammy Guevara are all coming to the A show. You got a lot of people. Uh, Real dirtbag. Mark, who do you got? Eighth pick. I'll take John Cena. Oh, we lost Matt again. Oh, my God. You know, it's so funny. He always gets frozen in that position, too. Right? He's always looking the same way. Uh, you know, Cena. That was your eighth pick. Hmm. I took Cena with my eighth pick. Yep. Well, we don't need him for this point, so I'm gonna. But he, he's got to write it down. It's got to be part of the thing. We'll, we'll get back to him though. We just got to remember who we picked. Um, hmm. I think who's left on the roster. Hmm. I'm gonna take. Hmm. Take Tamina. Not want to meet him. Um, see, this, he's such a bad guy by taking the whole inner circle because Chris Jericho is gonna be my next pick. 
Um, this is tough. This is real tough. Uh, I need. Oh, here we go. I'm taking Keith Lee. Hold on. Who did Mark take? I missed it. Spotty Wi Fi, but I'm back. I took Cena. You took. Oh, my God. I forgot about John Cena. I need John Cena. I, I, I wanted Mark to get Cena. That's the only reason why I didn't pick him. Thanks, guys. All right. So, Clem, you said you took Keith Lee. Keith Lee. And. Oh, this is tough, man. I know who my last two picks are, so if either of you pick them, I'm going to be really upset. I think right now. Hmm. I'm going to – oh, we got got to wrap this thing up. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. There we go. I was about to say we got to wrap this thing up before my computer just explodes or something. (laughs) Mark, ninth pick. I'll take Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. All right, my final two picks – I'm taking Alistair Black. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. And with my last pick, I am taking one of my all-time favorites, the Celtic warrior, Seamus. Really? Seamus. Actually, hold on, hold on. I love Seamus, but I can't take him. <laughs> because I love Seamus, but I can't take him because That's I just realized. Anything. No, I, I was going to take Seamus over him, but I just realized that we left somebody very, very important off this list. Somehow he slipped 27 picks to the 28th pick. I'm taking the greatest wrestler on the planet Earth, the planet's champion, Daniel Bryan. Oh, wow. That's bad. That's, that's terrible on all of us. For that, that is bad. I don't know how he fa- – Seamus would have been my 11th man. I don't know. I'm is, it, myself for not taking Daniel Bryan. If you didn't do it, he would have went undrafted because I wouldn't have thought of him. Yeah, Clem, you didn't think of him either. I didn't think, no. Bad guy. I don't know how he wasn't my – when I took Brock, he should have been my second pick. That's ugly. All right, I got Daniel Bryan. Sorry, Seamus. Mark, last pick. Uh, I'll take Braun Strowman. Oh. We don't support tag team wrestling on my brand. Braun Strowman, bad. All right, Clem, last pick in the draft, pick number 30. I'm beefing up the women's division, and I'm taking Tessa Blanchard, or however you pronounce her last name. Tessa Blanchard, all right. Beefing up the women's division. All right, so we'll we'll run through everybody's everybody's rosters. AJ Clem, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, the Velveteen Dream, the Young Bucks, Johnny Gargano, the Undisputed Era, Sasha Banks, Keith Lee, Kevin Owens, and Tessa Blanchard. Clem, who is your world champion? My world champion is the Dream. Velveteen Dream is his world champion. World champion, Velveteen, baby. All right, all right. Mark, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, Roman Reigns, John Moxley, Charlotte, The Fiend, Bailey, John Cena, Rhea Ripley, Braun Strowman. Same question. The Fiend is my champion. Rightfully so. The Fiend is the champion. My roster, Brock Lesnar, Kenny Omega, Randy Orton, The New Day, Tommaso Ciampa, Matt and Jeff Hardy, Asuka and Kyrie Sane, The Inner Circle, Aleister Black, and Daniel Bryan. My champion is Brock Lesnar. I hate that. 
Brock Lesnar. Who can touch Brock Lesnar? We get enough of that in like reality. We don't even like your little fantasy. Brock, right? not only is Brock great for business on my brand, but Brock will be there every night. Uh, I don't know. That money to be there every night. Imagine this is your dream six man tag The Shield versus The Fiend, Braun, and John Cena. Electric. John conflicted. John doesn't know if he wants to join or not. You know, it, it writes itself. I'm brilliant. <laughs> uh, but AJ the, the dream. Team dream. Are you kidding me? Look at that matchup. That but the, but the but the matchups we have here. Not only do we have the new day and the broken brilliance of the Hardy Boys, broken Matt Hardy and brother Nero, but we also have. Broken Matt Hardy versus Aleister Black. We have Randy Orton and Tommaso Ciampa. And more importantly, in a triple threat match for the my WrestleMania main event, triple threat match for the world championship, Brock Lesnar defending against Kenny Omega and Daniel Bryan. I have, I have the shield triple threat. It's over. It's not even... All right, but now when Stephanie calls up and says, listen, we got to get progressive. You know, everyone really loves the girls. What's your big girls match? And I'm like, oh, we'll do a fun fatal four-way. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, Becky, and Bailey. But they're like, oh, let's ask Matt and Clint who their big girl matches. And then it's like, oh. oh. Well, I have I have Oscar and Kyrie Sane in a 30-minute Iron Woman match. Oh, it's a lot I of got, fun. I got Sasha in the Impact World Champion. That, no Impact World Champion, whose last name you can't you pronounce. Know, I don't even know who she is. Tessa she's Blanche. Probably, she's probably great, but I don't even know who that is. All of my bases are covered. I have – and the best part about my entire roster is I have people who can be a world champion, who can be a tag team, who can be on the undercard. They can do it all. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Look at my team. Look at my roster, okay? I got goats on top of you, goats. Your roster, Clem, is very technically sound. I got goats on top of goats. AJ Finn, goats. Dream, the Young Bucks, Gargano, the Undisputed Era. Keith Lee and Owens, and then Sasha and Tessa Blanchard. All right, all right. I would say I would say Drew can be the deciding factor, but Drew's kind of a mark, and he'll probably pick that one. I could put this up on the uh, A1 Sports Network. Yeah, we'll we'll post this places. We'll if get you put this up, and I lost this, I'd be devastated. I feel like you look at mine. This the star power. The, and- the WWE lifers will vote for Mark. Matt, make sure you send yeah. this to me after. I I will send it. I'll type it up so it's. It's not in my atrocious handwriting. But in the meantime, I believe that is going to do it for this week's installment of the Phenomenal Forum. Uh, I'm glad we had a lot to discuss. This was fun. It you know, gave us something to talk about because Raw and SmackDown it, it continues to put on not much. And it's to really nobody's fault. Um, still doing shows with no crowd. AEW has announced Double or Nothing will go on as scheduled at the end of May just a matter of where and how um otherwise boys thank you for the time and this has been the phenomenal forum